I always love Tuesdays. It's a good day in Chicago. Time to talk to everyone's favorite weatherman, Tom Skilling, sponsored by Permaseal. Tom, how are you today? I'm fine, Lisa. How are you? I am doing well, and I hear we've got really good weather coming our way tomorrow. We do. Uh, I'll tell you, it'll be in stark contrast to what's going on now because we have a breeze coming off the lake. And at this time of the year, that makes all the difference. The lake is averaging about 36 degrees, so when the wind comes off it, we get cool. And we're seeing a little patchy fog and some low clouds come in along the shoreline today. But tomorrow, the winds turn around to the south. That should overcome the lake cooling and push us up uh, from all indications to 70 a uh, spot or two might even get a degree or two higher than that. That would be the warmest temperature of the year, the first 70 of the year. And it also, if we do make 70 at O'Hare, the official site, we've had a 70 at Midway already, but not at O'Hare, the official site. So if we had 70 tomorrow, Lisa, that is about two weeks earlier than the first 70 arrived last week, uh, last year. So that's kind of good. Wow, that's amazing. And I know you've been tracking the warm winter that we experienced. Where does that place in, you know, the book of records? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, We had a cold uh, January and February, but an exceedingly warm December. So we wound up with a modest six-tenth of a degree above normal winter temperature for the December, January, February period. But globally, um, the Weather Service's parent agency, NOAA, uh, determines that the planet had its fifth warmest winter of the last 143 years. And the reason we go 143 years back is because that's how far the instrument record goes back uh, that the Weather Service and its parent agency look at. Uh, by the same token, February was the seventh warmest February of the last 143 years on a global basis. That doesn't mean it necessarily occurs right outside our window, but on a global basis, average, uh, that's how it comes in. You know, what else is kind of interesting, uh, Lisa, We uh, the Reuters uh, Snow Lab, it's out at, uh, I'm sorry, the Rutgers Snow Lab, out at Rutgers University in New Jersey, they keep track of how much ice there is on the planet, how much snow. And they concluded that on a northern hemispheric basis, snow was about average this year, but it was below average in North America. That'll surprise folks in upper Michigan and the northern Midwest where they've gotten snow. But on the other hand, uh, a lot of our area has run below normal on snowfall this uh, this year so far. And uh, but that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't feel like we got much snow this winter. I think we skated by. That's my opinion. And of course, I'm a person who likes snow, so I could have went for a whole lot more. Yeah, I'll tell you something. And it's interesting across the area how it varied. Uh, This was a winter that favored our southern suburbs and even the southern part of the city, which had uh, above normal snowfall at Midway Airport and areas south for the winter. At least we have up to this point. But you go north of that, we've got a drought in progress up through uh, our northern suburbs and uh, O'Hare has come in below normal on snow. So uh, we could use a little bit of moisture right here. This carries over this dry spell from last summer and runs through Lake and McHenry counties and Boone and Ogle County. Areas up there have been very dry. Uh, I was at a talk uh, over the weekend uh, up in uh, McHenry, uh, an an environmental group up there, and uh, the environmental defenders of McHenry County, and we were talking about climate change. I was talking to a fellow who uh, measures the water levels in the wells up there in McHenry County for the county itself, and he was talking about 
how low these wells have been because of the lack of rainfall uh, up in that area. That's a big concern because a lot of people in even places like St. Charles or Orland Park, certainly in McHenry and Woodstock, have wells. And if they dry up, that becomes a big, expensive issue for homeowners. Well, it does. Uh, yeah. And if you bring your water up from a well and the groundwater is uh, depleted or at least running low, then you have an issue uh, right there. You de- definitely do. There are issues with stream flow, and, of course, there are agricultural issues as we approach uh, the growing season. So we're hoping to recharge that that moisture. Um, and we do have a weather system later this week that could come in with some cold rain on Friday. And it's possible at the end of that thing we could even go over to a couple of wet flakes of snow but uh, there might be a band north of us, uh, up through northwest Illinois and up into Wisconsin, where the snow even sticks a little bit. But the interesting thing is once that thing passes, we start warming up again, and we could be back flirting with 70 by Monday of next week. So we'll go from, like, the low 50s on Saturday to the low 60s on Sunday and then maybe upper 60s to near 70 by Monday. So what we're seeing out of all this, Lisa, is that these warm spells are coming with increasing frequency as our days continue getting longer. And, gosh, I, I noticed uh, a flock of geese uh, migrating as I was driving out to the talk up in McHenry uh, over the weekend. But also this morning, they were coming up Lake Michigan here. Uh, this is a migratory uh, pathway right here through which uh, many of the birds travel. So that process has started, and that there's a sign of spring right there. Absolutely. Tom Skilling is with us on Chicago's Afternoon News. And i got to tell you, Tom, last weekend I went to Quincy in search of the great white pelican and found thousands of them feeding. Oh, and watching them feed cool is amazing is because they form a line in Quincy Bay, and they all move forward and push all the fish to the shore, and then all at once they dunk down. They eat, they turn around, and they do it again. I posted it on my Facebook. You should go check it out. How cool is that? I'm going to have to check that out. So that's kind of like a mass dinner uh, that they set up. (laughs) Yeah, it is really cool. And I think so many people aren't aware of how many migratory birds fly over our area. Oh, they do. They do. And, you know, there's always a concern about... Uh, some of these birds hitting the buildings and all, and I know there's an effort on the part of many buildings to cut down on lighting and all, so it doesn't attract birds to them that may fly unwittingly into the windows in the the darkness uh, at times. But uh, at any rate, yeah, this is, we did a piece a couple of years ago on the Mississippi River um, out of the Kohler Preserve, which is up in Cassville, Wisconsin, and they uh, banned um, hawks and eagles that go through there, and they they study their migratory patterns by putting the bands on these birds. They can follow them by satellite where they go. And we have species that go all the way up into the Yukon and the Northwest Territories of Canada and then migrate southward down to Central America in the winter, and you can follow this when these birds are banded. So it, it's really interesting. We have... Uh, major migratory routes uh, through the Midwest, and that includes Chicago here as well. Okay, Tom, we got to get a check on traffic, but I want to hear more about the migration because personally that interests me, and I know that Steve Bertrand loves it as well. So that comes up next, but what's happening on the roads, Mary? So every Tuesday, Tom Skilling joins us, and uh, 
This is Chicago's Afternoon News, but we got into a conversation, Tom, about the migratory birds and the drought in McHenry County. By the way, Lisa, I was up at this uh, gathering in McHenry County. A couple of people came up to me. They said, oh, do we enjoy you talking with Lisa Dent uh, in the afternoon? I said, well, how nice. So, you know why? Uh, because I enjoy talking with you. Everybody loves listening to you on the radio. <laughs> well, we love listening to you, and I'll tell you something, but I thought I'd share that with you. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, they made a point of coming over and saying, we love Lisa Dent, and we love hearing you guys talking together. So that that was really nice. Oh, that's wonderful. So, Tom, you know what's going to happen tomorrow when it's 70 degrees the gardening centers of every big box store and and oh, yeah. every nursery, they're going to be packed. Yes. And I'll tell you, a word of caution, it's a little bit early to get too celebratory about it or, you know, head out into the garden and put anything in. This is, after all, only mid-March. We can get accumulating snows here, really, you figure, into mid-April. Uh, they become less and less likely as time goes on, but it has happened. And you can even get a light covering of snow to stick here into early May. But for all intents and purposes, if we can get past mid-April, you're through that period that historically has produced the big snows around here. And where you get one after that, that would truly be a historic event. Um, So uh, we're coming to the end of this and getting ever closer to our growing season, Lisa. You know, I am in a farming family now. I am married to a farmer, and they've got the seed ready to go, and they're just hoping they've oh, yeah. got some dry ground so they can start planting soon. I know. I, I'll tell you, and that is an amazing process. I, years ago, I used to go out. My mother was in an assisted living facility, and on the weekend, I'd go, i say, come on, Mom, I'm going to spring you from here. Let's go for a ride. And we drove out through Kane County and DeKalb County, watched the entire crop cycle, and we had a riot. I mean, it, it was really a lot of fun uh, just watching, you know, these little plants grow into full, mature corn plants and all. I felt like I was, uh, you know, I had Max Armstrong and Orion Samuelson in the car next. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I love those two. And you know what? We need to get too. you into a big planter. Or, or in time for harvest, we'll put you in a combine and, and let you get out there and bring oh. in the crops. <laughs> that would be great. You know, I went down to a farm stand in Bourbonnais last year as the harvest was going on. My roommate uh, got me in the car. I said, look, we're going for a ride. And I said, where are we going? He said, it's a secret. So we wound up down at this beautiful farm stand in Bourbonnais. And uh, it was fun watching the combines out there uh, doing the harvesting and all. That was, I, I really enjoyed that. It's always fun to get out of the city. And see the country. It really is just a reminder of what a big part of our state is dedicated to agriculture. And and Tom, I hear that you might be going, are you going to NASA? What are you doing at NASA? Oh, well, you know something. Uh, Boy, you you get the scoop early. I'll tell you that, Lisa. (laughs) Um, uh, You know what? We are. We're going to go out to NASA Goddard uh, out in Maryland. And uh, they run the GRACE satellite. It's a gravity-measuring satellite that's used to measure the amount of ice on the planet, among other things. And they can very precisely look at how, you know, glacial coverage and snow coverage is changing. So it's part of this analysis that's done by scientists on uh, our planet and how much water is going into our oceans and all and how that might affect sea level. So that's one of the trips we're making. And we're, we've got a couple other ones planned for this particular Peace, but I, I'll be talking more to you about this as time goes on because 
uh, we want to do a piece on climate change. And uh, this is one of the trips we're making out to NASA Goddard. So let's run down the whole weather forecast. Tomorrow we're going to see what will be the warmest day of the year, possibly, right? Sure looks like that, yes. Do you know the average of uh, a whole series of models comes up with a 66-degree reading at O'Hare? But these averages have run about three to five degrees low in recent warm spells. So I think we have a pretty good shot at a 70-degree temperature tomorrow at O'Hare officially. It'll certainly be close to it. And I'll tell you, it'll be a lot better than today is with this wind coming in off the lake and cooling the downtown area and the shoreline regions, even as western suburbs get today up into the low 60s in places. Tomorrow will be uniformly warm because the wind will blow from the south-southwest, and that'll hold the cold air out over the 36-degree lake waters at bay and uh, bring the warmth up to the shoreline. Then on Thursday, we bring a lake breeze back in. It'll still be mild, probably in the upper 50s, low 60s inland, but back to the 40s on the shoreline. And then it's kind of rainy, windy, and chilly on Friday with a chance of some wet snowflakes Friday night before it ends. And then Saturday starts clearing out. We begin the warm-up again. We'll get to the low 50s Saturday, low 60s Sunday, and upper 60s to around 70 by Monday. And there's another storm. Now, next week's uh, storm system could bring us showers and thunderstorms, uh, say, later Monday night into Tuesday in that area there. So we'll keep an eye on both of those systems. They could bring us some needed uh, moisture. And so, Tom, that little bit of snow that we might get or those wet flakes, does that mean there might be one last chance to get some snowmobiling in like northern Wisconsin oh. or Minnesota? Oh, there's plenty. of Look, there is lots of snow left up there. Uh, you know, our friends in the North Woods country uh, are in fine shape. Now, we may do a little melding with this warm spell that's coming in, but there's plenty of snow on the ground up there. So um, not time yet to abandon the snowmobiles or the skis if you're willing to travel a little bit. Um, And this season isn't over yet, uh, Lisa. You know, this nature can throw us a couple of good storms and and lay down some additional snow in those areas in particular before it's all over. But Tom Skilling, have you put that big coat in the back of your closet yet? No. No. (laughs) No, I'll tell you. You know, Lisa, since I lost all this weight, I find I'm getting colder uh, easier Oh, so I bet. I, I'm onto this coat and keeping it close by for any chilly spells. <laughs> I'll probably wear it in play times that uh, other people wouldn't wear a coat, but uh, <laughs> for that reason. But I'll tell you something. No, it's a little early to retire the uh, the winter wear yet, uh, but it won't be long, and we'll get these warm spells more and more frequently here from this point forward. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. It's always my pleasure to talk to you. Well, the pleasure is mine. Lisa, you have a marvelous day. Thank you for having me, and uh, enjoy that warm weather tomorrow. We all will. We'll throw the windows open tomorrow afternoon. Thank you, Tom. Have a good day. Thanks, Lisa. You too. When he knocked on his, he must have knocked on his table, because I see him do that on the set at WGN2. I'm going to, when I watch him on TV, he's too cute. I have to ask him about that next week.